Welcome wrestling fans from around the world to In the Ring with Brandy. I'm your host Brandy and on the show we talk about all things wrestling from AEW to Impact, Ring of Honor, WWE's Raw, Smackdown, NXT, NXT UK and New Japan Pro Wrestling. On today's show we're going to be talking about NXT from 6-1 and NXT UK from 6-3. So let's get this show on the road. Let's step in the ring and find out what's happening in the world of NXT and NXT UK. NXT UK and NXT epic epic shows. I'm telling you guys epic shows. But let's get started with NXT from 6-1. We start out with, of course I told you guys last week, triple threat match was set up for Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, and Kyle O'Reilly. The winner of that match would go on to face Karrion Cross at TakeOver in Your House for the NXT Championship. So that match started first. Triple threat match. Pete Dunne versus Johnny Gargano versus Kyle O'Reilly. This match was an incredible match. You weren't quite sure. I told you guys in the beginning, I thought that it really should be between the three of them, Pete Dunne, because Pete Dunne would be more of competition for Karrion Cross. I thought that there would be, you know, Pete Dunne, we've not seen Pete Dunne and Karrion Cross yet, so it would be interesting. They're perfectly matched. They would be a great team uh, against each other. I was expecting this to be a really good match, and I really was going for Pete Dunne. The match was incredible. Back and forth. Not quite sure where this match was going to go. The match was getting really good. Wade Barrett was into it. I was into it. Beth Phoenix was into it. The WWE Universe, we were excited to see who was actually going to win this match. It right at the best part of the match where you look like you really thought Pete Dunne might have it. We get a surprise. Adam Cole comes out of nowhere. I mean out of nowhere. And attacks every single person in the match. Attacks Pete Dunne. Attacks Johnny Gargano. Attacks Kyle O'Reilly. Wipes them out. No contest. We have no definitive winner for TakeOver in your house. Angry. Absolutely angry. Because we were really looking forward to seeing between these three men who were going to face Karrion. Now Karrion has no opponent. What's going on here? Come on, guys. But he takes everybody out. Regal comes out, tries to get him back out, get out of there. Security comes out. Cole takes out security. You know, they're trying to pull him out. They're trying to get him out. You know, it's crazy. Cole won't leave. It's a big old mess. They finally get Cole out, and that ends with no definitive winner. You guys heard it here from me. No definitive winner. We have no winner to face Karrion Cross. Up in the air as to what's going to happen. Don't know. We're going to see. Maybe Regal will have a rematch. I don't know. We're going to find out. Ember Moon comes out. And she basically calls out Raquel Gonzalez. Last week Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai attacked her and Shotzi Blackheart after their win over you know, the girls that they were facing. It was a nasty, nasty thing with Dakota Kai making Ember Moon watch as Raquel Gonzalez totally destroyed Shotzi Blackheart. Ember's mad. She is very, very, very angry at this and she calls out Raquel Gonzalez. Tells her, look, I don't like this. You have stepped over the line. It's time for you and I to settle this. You leave Dakota Kai out of it. I don't care. You me, one-on-one. Let's do this now. Raquel comes out. And they get into a fight. I mean, it is a huge fight. I mean, a nasty back and forth battle. Security comes out trying to break them up. Dakota Kai comes out. Regal comes out. Guys, it's chaos on NXT tonight. We don't know exactly. First, Adam Cole destroys the triple threat match. Then we have Ember Moon and Kai and Raquel going back and forth. Regal's got his hands full tonight, guys. It is utter chaos on NXT. It's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I'm looking forward to seeing what else is going to happen. I'm pretty sure you guys were too. Going, oh my gosh, we've never seen this much chaos right before takeover. It's incredible. It's amazing. 
L.A. Knight. I told you guys where I stood with L.A. Knight and how I felt about L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight I'm not a fan of. I'm not saying the man isn't good, and I'm not saying the man can't wrestle. He can. The problem I have is they're pushing L.A. Knight in our faces so much, trying to make him this dominating person that, you know, is going to be the dominating force in NXT, and we're sick of it. I mean, some of you may not be. Some of you may love L.A. Knight. That's fine. That's cool if you do. Kudos to you. L.A. Knight just hasn't grown on me yet. But he comes out, like last week he did, and got involved in the Camber Grimes thing, and I wasn't happy with it. I was very unimpressed. He comes out, running his mouth about how he's going to be part of the Million Dollar Legacy, how Ted DiBiase loves him, and I blah, blah, blah. The usual L.A. Knight trash talk that he always does. This sets up, basically, he has a fight tonight against Jake Atlas. And he's talking about how he's going to beat Atlas and Ted DiBiase is going to be so proud of him. And Cameron Grimes is yesterday's news. L.A. Knight is the current news. Blah, blah, blah. The usual L.A. Knight banter that we're sick of hearing, but that's what L.A. Knight does. Jake Atlas and him go to war. It's a back and forth battle. Midway through the match, Ted DiBiase comes out to watch. L.A. Knight perform. It's only appropriate if you're looking for somebody for the Million Dollar Legacy that you come out and see just how well this person is and how well they can do to see if they fit what you're looking for in your mold. L.A. Knight, Jake Atlas, back and forth battle. Of course, granted, remember guys, L.A. Knight is undefeated right now. He's currently undefeated in NXT, which is really, you know, you're, I'm sitting there the whole time going, please let Atlas be him so we can have his undefeated streak broke. It's a back and forth battle between the two of them. It, it, it just, it, it's chaos everywhere. It's crazy. Ted's watching him. Cameron Grimes comes out, starts talking to Ted, trying to convince him that LA Knight is all talk, no show. He's, you know, blow, you know, basically wind coming out of his mouth. You know, da, da, da. It's a, at the time, L.A. Knight didn't see Cameron Grimes. He's mainly focused on Atlas, which is good because it shows L.A. Knight where his focus is and where his, you know, what he think, where his passion is. He's fighting. He's doing really well. He eventually sees Cameron Grimes. It gets into a nasty fight. Jake Atlas defeats L.A. Knight. It ends in his undefeated streak and his trash-talking mouth that he does a lot in NXT. Ted DiBiase's not impressed. Walks off shaking his head. Not happy at all. L.A. Knight, please, Ted, come back crying like a big old baby. Like a baby, guys. Like a big old baby in the middle of the ring because Ted's left him. Ted wants nothing to do with him. Guys, this is incredible. This thing with Ted DiBiase, L.A. Knight, and Cameron Grimes, it's starting to boil over. It's a simmering pot waiting to boil over. It's, it's just an interesting little, you know, spit spat. I'm kind of interested to see where this is going to go. Could we see it go to take over in your house? Maybe. I'm interested to see exactly where this whole storyline with Cameron Grimes, L.A. Knight, and Ted DiBiase is going to go. Because it started out really good and now it's about ready to explode. It's gotten so good. Moving on, Oni Lorican is in the back because, of course, we all saw what happened. Adam Cole took out Pete Dunne, he took out Johnny Gargano, and he took out Kyle O'Reilly. They're in the back with the medical staff. Medical staff's treating them for whatever injuries they've got, checking them over to make sure that they're medically clear. Regal, you know, is back there with them. Every and Oni Lorican's back there. Austin Theory's back there. This concern. Well, Austin starts to say something to Oni and basically telling Oni it's your fault that Adam Cole's out there. It starts a fight between Oni and Austin Theory in the back. Little to where security has to drag them out of the medical room because it's such a bad fight. They're fighting like two cats and dogs going at each other. It's a nasty little fight. Believing that maybe, guys, we're going to see Oni Lorcan versus Austin Theory. This could be an interesting other little feud, too, that could be really good if Creative and NXT plays their cards right. It could be a really good feud. Like I told you guys, NXT is chaotic tonight. It is chaos everywhere. It ensues everywhere. You don't know what is going to happen next. You have no idea what's coming because it's just utter chaos. Regal can't get it together. Interview with Ted DiBiase. And he praises Cameron Grimes for what he did. Praises him for everything that he's done. The accomplishments he's made. He, he's proud of Cameron Grimes and where he stands. 
in the middle of this interview. Now, guys, remember, earlier Adam Cole was shook out of the building by security. We see Adam Cole walk right by Ted DiBiase in the middle of the interview, heading for the ring. Uh-oh. Here we go again with another set of chaos. I told you guys, we don't know what's going to happen because Adam Cole is in the building. Chaos is ensuing. William Regal needs to get this under control. It's getting bad. Him heading to the ring, it can only spell disaster. I mean, literally, disaster. Goes to Adam Cole being at ringside. He's in the ring and he's talking about how he should be the number one contender for the title. Because that's his title. He is the longest reigning NXT champion and he deserves to have his title back. He's basically calling out Karrion Cross, telling him, you stole my spotlight. You're holding my title. You're just a tie placeholder. Cole, <laughs> Cole being Cole. Cole doing what Cole does best, guys. Adam Cole at his finest. He is at his finest right now. Showcasing what he stands involving Karrion Cross. Of course, he calls him a little bit, basically calls him out, goes on and on. Here comes Karrion Cross with Scarlet. Regal has literally lost control of NXT because now here you've got Adam Cole and you've got the dominating force that is the most the powerhouse right now in NXT. Karrion Cross coming out to face Adam Cole. Only disaster can be brewing. Only trouble can come from this with him out there. Karrion comes out to face Adam Cole because he's heard enough. He is tired of him running his mouth. Cole, you might have bit off more than you could chew going after the Doomsday Sumacita. I'm sorry. You pretty much put yourself on his radar and the clock is literally tick-tock, tick-tock to the end of your reign in NXT. It's dangerous to call out Karrion. Anybody... Anybody in the wrestling universe knows you do not call out Karrion Cross. It does not end well for you. It doesn't. Finn Balor will even tell you that. Tommaso Ciampa will tell you. Damian Priest will tell you that. You don't call out Karrion Cross. It does not end well. Keith Lee will tell you that. It does not end well for you. It just doesn't. But of course he comes out there and he calls him a little man. I love it. I love Karrion's bravada. I love how he stands up to Cole and says, no, 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 no. You're not going to talk to me this way. You're not going to treat me this way. You might have been NXT champion, and you might have been the longest reigning NXT champion, but you're not NXT champion anymore. I am. This is my ring. I own it. You sit down, shut up, and let me do what I do. You want to run your mouth? I'm going to put your mouth in its place. Nice job, Karrion. Nice job. He says, I understand you want this title. You want this title so bad you're chomping at the bit. You're literally coming at me at all in all cylinders, gung-ho ready to come after me. I can see it in your eyes. I can see that fire, that want, that need to come after me. I can just see it. He says, okay, well, they have a little confrontation. Regal comes out because Regal's like, okay, i got to get this under control before this turns into a brawl, a destruction free-for-all. i got to get out here and get it. Regal's trying to talk them down. He's trying desperately saying, Cole, shush, be quiet. Carrion, listen to me. You got to listen to me. This is what I'm going to do. Carrion doesn't want to hear it. Carrion is ticked off. He is ticked off because Cole's come in, stepped into his territory, stepped up to him, and basically questioned his ability as a champ. Carrion's not going to back down. It doesn't matter where you are or who you are. He's not going to back down from a fight. He's not going to back down from a challenge. That's just how good Karrion Cross is. And when you question his ability as a champion and his ability in the ring, you're going to get the bull by the horns and you're not going to like what he does. You're just not going to like it. It's not a pretty sight for you and it's not a pretty sight for anybody who faces him. He basically says, look, 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 look. Shut up. This is what I want, Regal. Give this to me now. This is what I want. At TakeOver in your house, I want all five of them. Five? Did, did, did you say five? I'm sitting there going, what? Five? So, what? 
So Regal tells him, okay, 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 okay. Regal was trying to defuse the situation, but Carrion wasn't listening, as Carrion always does. Hell-bent on beating Adam Cole to a pulp. Hell-bent on proving that he is the true NXT champion. Nah, he gets his way. So now, at TakeOver in your house, we're going to have Carrion Cross versus Pete Dunne versus Johnny Gargano versus Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole for the NXT title. Fatal Five Way. Fatal Five Ways? <laughs> I've very seen very rare. There's very few of them you see, but they can be a mess because I'm telling you guys, anything goes. There is no DQ. I mean, it, 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 it's dangerous to have a Fatal Five Way. My question is, is Carrion going to be able to live up to that powerhouse that he is with four of the men in the ring that could dominate that whole ring without him even being in it? They could take him out and he could lose his title without him even being a part of it. Could we see Scarlet interfere? Could we see Oni Lorcan? Could Austin Theory interfere? Could Dexter Loomis show up out of nowhere? We don't. No, the Finn Balor, the sky is the limit as to where this Fatal 5-Way is going to go. Karrion may have bit off more than he could chew this time. I am a Karrion Cross fan, and I will tell you I am. Even though I am, I know when there's trouble in the water, and I see it. I know when the sharks are swimming, and it doesn't look good for you. Carrion has put himself into a position that he may not be able to come out of with a win. I really would like to see him win it, but it's really skeptical as to whether he will or he won't. It's really a hard call. When you put yourself in a fatal five way, you're putting yourself into dangerous water that you may drown in. The sharks might pull you to the bottom. It's not a safe situation for Karrion Cross. So it's going to be interesting to see how this works. Could Cole get his title back? Could Pete Dunne finally win his first title? Could Gargano get his title back? Could Kyle O'Reilly finally dominate and win the whole thing? Or does Karrion win? Somehow, some way, pulls a dark, twisted spirit out of his hat and wins. We don't know. Fatal Five Way is going to be an interesting thing to watch at TakeOver in your house. It's going to be something that is going to be seriously need to be watched because this is going to be a very interesting match. Told you guys, chaos ensued in NXT. It ensued big time. Candice, of course, is running her mouth, basically talking about how she and Indy are the best tag teams in the world, blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, in the background, Indy Hartwell's got her phone sitting there with headphones in. Liz not even paying attention to anything Candace is saying at all. Not paying attention at all. Candace finally realizes Indy isn't listening. Turns around and asks Indy, what are you doing? Indy's got her headphones on. Candace takes them off and hears music playing on the headphones. She goes, what is this? She goes, 80s power ballads. She goes, seriously? You need to let this Dexter Loomis thing go. Just let it go. It's you. Know, we need to focus on the tag belts. We don't need to focus on this Dexter Loomis fiasco. She sets her phone and her headphones down and drags Indy Hartwell away from her phone and her headphones. Candice LeRae, Candice LeRae, Candice LeRae. You stuck your nose where it shouldn't have been. You're going to get something you're not going to like. I don't know when it's coming, but it is coming. You can only play with fire for so long before you get burned. And you're going to get burned. I just don't know when, but you are going to get burned. And we get a surprise. A very interesting surprise. Koshida laid an open challenge out early in the day, asking anyone in the NXT roster to come out there and face him, and you know for the for the uh, two hundred five live title. Well, it's a very interesting because Carmelo Hayes, who is a highly highly well known wrestler. Across the globe. He is well known. If you have not seen him, go check him out. He's fantastic. Accepts the challenge. Regal signs off on it because Regal has high praises for Hayes. He looks like he's going to be a great fight against Koshida. And it is, guys. It's an incredible battle between these two. Hayes gives it all he's got. Koshida gives it 110%. Guys, this match is incredible to watch. It is fantastic to watch. Back and forth. Not quite sure where it's going to go. It ends with Koshida winning that match. 
but it wasn't an easy win. It was a hard-fought win. After the match is over, Kushida shows a sign of respect and helps Carmella Hayes up and shakes his hand. That's a sign of respect. He earned Kushida's respect. He earned my respect. This man is going to do great things in NXT. I see it coming. He's going to be a fantastic asset to NXT. I really believe he will. And the sky's the limit for what this guy's going to do. It really is. If you guys have not seen this match, go back and look at it. It's an incredible cruiserweight match. It really is a crazy, incredible match. Incredible match. Well, we see Zia Lee. And we saw what happened last week with Mercedes Martinez. After she won her match, the kind of went quiet and dark in the arena and when the lights come back on she had the mark or she's marked by Zia Lee and her their, her little band well, Zia Lee sitting there and she's walking or kind of watching with you know Boa and then the match where she faced Mercedes at the May Young Classic it was a great match between Mercedes Martinez and Zia Lee of course Mercedes Martinez did win that match in the May Young Classic advancing her on to the next competitor Zia Lee's kind of sore about losing that match and I get where Zia's coming from and she basically tells us she's sore about losing that match she basically tells her I'm going to give you a proposition you and I against each other in a rematch at TakeOver in your house is Mercedes Martinez going to say yes? Is she going to say no? Mercedes doesn't realize if she does say yes, she's dealing with a different Zia Lee. This is not the same Zia Lee that she faced in the Mae Young Classic. This is a darker, more grittier, more you know, bad woman that you're dealing with here. You're going to be dealing with somebody you've never dealt with before with a different set of wrestling skills and a different set of performance style. It's not the same person. So if she does agree to it, does Mercedes know what she's getting into? Does she realize if she says yes, what she's backed herself into? Because she she's going up against a totally different competitor. It's going to be interesting to see what Mercedes says. Where Mercedes' next move is going to be. Whether she says yes or whether she says no. I'm interested to see where this is going to go. I really am. We see Andy Hartwell's headphones sitting on the table where they were left. And the music, of course, in the back is playing. And it's the 80's power ballads and everything. Well, you see the headphones get picked up. And we see other than Dexter Loomis put them on his head. And start listening to what Indy was listening to. Guys, the Dexter Loomis Indy Hartwell story isn't over yet. It's just getting started. It's just warming up. It's starting to simmer and it's about to boil. I'm interested to see where this is going to go. I really, like everybody else probably in the, in the WWE Universe, would love to see these two get together. It would be an incredible setup. It would be incredible. I mean, this is a great setup for it. Don't know. We're going to have to wait and find out each week on NXT to see where they go with Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis. I'm interested to see this. I really am intrigued. You've got my my mind flowing as to what you could possibly come up with next for this storyline. It's, it's, it's an incredible storyline. I'm with Beth Phoenix. Let's get this going. Let's get these two together. It's great. It's wonderful. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. MSK cuts the promo about their fight against Legardo El Fantasmo tonight. And how MSK, they agree that Lagarda won the, you know, has a fair shot. You know, they won fair and square, but MSK really believes they've got this match. It's too hard to call, in my opinion, as to whether MSK will win or Lagarda El Fantasma will win. They're both good teams. They both bring something different to the to, you know, tag team division. Really unsure who's going to win this. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing this match later on tonight to see exactly where they stand. Will Escobar come out with them? Will we see Bronson Reed? Because we know a couple a couple weeks ago, Bronson Reed and MSK were standing in the ring together. Could we see Bronson Reed? I don't know. It's, it's going to be an interesting tag match, and I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with it. Frankie Monet talking about how wonderful her debut was, how great she was, how she's just going to turn the NXT women's division on its head. Really, Frankie? Seriously? Your debut was nothing more than maybe a, a hoof in the wind. It wasn't 
all that glamorous. It wasn't that all fantastic. We've seen you wrestle an impact. We know what you can do. If you've not seen Frankie Monet in Impact, go look her up. She was dangerous. She was violent. She was fantastic. Her character, Valkyrie, incredible. Guys, she's incredible. She could do so much more in NXT if NXT would stop using her as a showcase trophy and let her show what she could do. Frankie Monet could really, really could turn NXT on its head. If creative plays and uses her right. And don't use her as a trophy piece. A mouthpiece to walk around and pretend that she's good. Prove it. We know she's good. Show us. As Ricochet says, show me. I want to see what she can do. Let her do what she does and leave her alone. Let her dominate. That's what she does. We'll see. Her debut to me was kind of a dud. It was a dud. But we'll see. It could change. Zoe Starks, I've talked about Zoe Starks. I told you guys how much I love this girl and how much she's up to, you know, not sitting in the back and waiting for an opportunity. She makes the opportunity. She's teamed up with Anna Remy. I love these two together. These two together are really, you know, showcasing what the new talent from NA that came into NXT can do. They're showcasing what is in the Performance Center right now that we are have yet to see. I love them. I really do. They are facing Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Great matchup. Great opportunity there, guys. Really great opportunity. It's amazing to see, you know, how they're doing. Meanwhile, in the middle of this match, we sometimes get that colorful commentating from the commentators. And Beth Phoenix is talking about some of the most romantic people in the world going back to the whole thing with Dexter Loomis and uh, Indy Hartwell. She's talking about some of the most romantic stories, you know, Romeo and Juliet. She's going through some of these romantic stories with romantic people. Wade Barrett, in the middle of this whole thing, literally looks at her and says, Who? Who are you talking? Are you telling me, Wade Barrett, you haven't heard some of these classic romantic couples put together? I'm astonished. Everyone's in shock. Wade Barrett, do you live under a rock? Did you fall and hit your head? Everyone knows these people. Uh, come on, guys. They're, they're shocking me with their commentary because Wade Barrett shocks me the most because Wade Barrett, you know, I love Wade Barrett. He's great on commentary. He's a great in-ring performer. He's great at promos. He's shocking me with this. Just, who? What? Out of the blue? What? Are you... Commentary is amazing. Guys, if you watch NXT, sit back sometimes and listen to the commentators. You'll get some really funny things out of it that you didn't expect to hear or didn't expect to see. It's fun to listen to the commentators while you're watching a match. It kind of breaks up the tediousness of the match. Match again, incredible. Fantastic. Zoe and Remy brought it to the, you know, brought it to Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Of course, it did end with LeRae and Hartwell winning. Who didn't see that happening? They're in there celebrating, happy that they won. And let's get back to the Indy Hartwell Dexter story because this is what I want to see. This is, come on, guys, we want to see what's going to happen here. I'm with Beth. Let's see this. Who's going to be the next challenger for Lorray and Hartwell? Sky's the limit as to what's going to happen here. I'm happy that Candace has a title. She deserves a title. But give her, you know, you gave her some really good competition. Give them more competition. Give them a chance to showcase what they can do. But give them some really good competition. It gives them a little, you know, shakes them up a little bit. Gets them not really ready for what's coming next. Interested to see who they're going to put them against to take over in your house. It's going to be an interesting little setup. I'm excited to see this. Mercedes Martinez answers Zaylee's challenge. She agrees to it. She agrees to a fight at TakeOver in your house. I said it once. I'll say it again. Mercedes does not realize what she's getting herself into. Z- the Zia Lee that is fighting in NXT right now is not the same Zia Lee she faced at the Mae Young Classic. The Zia that's in NXT right now is a dominating force that is taking the NXT women's division by storm. She is dangerous. She's lethal. You don't know what she's going to do. She's very unpredictable. And you're putting her against Mercedes Martinez, who thinks she's facing the same Zia Lee. 
It's not going to be pretty, guys. It's not going to be a pretty match. I'm not saying that Mercedes will lose. I'm not saying that Zaya will lose. It's not going to be a pretty match, but yet it's going to be an interesting one. So I'm interested to see where this is going to go. I really, really am. Now we move on to the main event. NXT Tag Team Championship match. MSK versus Legardo El Fantasma. Guess who comes out with Legardo? Who didn't see this happening? Santos Escobar. We knew Escobar was going to come out. He can't be out there. He can't let his boys be out there and shine. He has to be out there to steal the spotlight. He sits at commentary and watches his boys fight. This fight is a really good fight. Guys, I told you I wasn't sure how this match was going to be. It was a really good match between the two of them. Back and forth. You thought Legardo had it several times. You really did. MSK was really getting put through the ringer. Midway through the match, who comes out but the whiny ones? The ones that seem to think they deserve those titles, the grizzled young veterans. I've said it once, and I'll say it again. Grizzled young veterans, you had a shot at stand and deliver. You failed. Fall to the back of the line and wait your turn. It's, you've not proven that you can face MSK. You haven't proven that you can be NXT Tag Team Champions. You've got other tag teams back there that would love to have a shot. Eichner and Bartel. Thatcher and Champa. You've got a lot of Everrise. Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. You've got a lot of good tag teams back there that would love to have that shot. You need to sit down. Be quiet and let them do it. But no, they come out there and try to get involved in the match. Well, unfortunately, they get took out by none other than Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. Who did not see this coming? That feud is far from over. You interfere in their match, they're going to interfere with you. It's an interesting little setup between them, and I'm interested to see where this is going to go. It can go all the way to take over in your house between the two of them. Don't know. It's interesting. But, of course, they come out. Thatcher and Champa take them out. We go back to the fight. The fight's back and forth. It's a really good fight between them. Escobar tries to cheat behind the ref's back. He tries. Of course, he fails because he turns around. And what does he see coming at him? A charging huge North American champion Bronson Reed and he takes Escobar out. I mean, wipes him out. He hits that wall and he's out. Bronson's standing there. The fight's going good. Everything is just real good. MSK wins the fight. They win it. They retain their titles. Escobar's not happy. Lagarda's not happy. Bronson Reed gets in there with MSK and they're taunting the boys going, Come down here. Fight us. Come on, come on, come on. You're up there talking to a big game. Come down here and fight us. You know, come on, come on, come on. Back and forth battle between the two of them. At the end, they're standing tall with their championships. You've got MSK holding the tag titles, and you got Bronson Reed holding the North American title. This is interesting because there is no telling where this fight between these two teams is going to go. We could get a major team fight. We could get Escobar versus Bronson Reed. We could get MSK versus Legardo again. We don't know where this is going to go. I like this. I like this setup. NXT Creative has done really well with this. Pushing Escobar beyond the 205 Live Cruiserweight title. I like it. I like that they're actually doing this. I like that they're using Bronson Reed a little bit more. I like that they're using MSK. I like that they're using Legardo El Fantasmo. I like I like that they're using the Grizzled Young Vets. I'm happy to see them using Thatcher and Champa. This is what we need. Like I told you guys, NXT was chaos. It started as chaos and it ended in chaos. William Regal had no control over this over the show. He had no control. What control he thought he had got took away. It's going to be interesting. Takeover in your house is going to be an interesting pay-per-view. I see it possibly being a chaotic pay-per-view, but I see it being an interesting pay-per-view. I'm interested to see where this is going to go. And I guess we're going to find out next week on NXT when the matches start getting set up and we start seeing. Because, guys, remember, next week is the How the House show, be the final show before Takeover in your house. So we know more chaos is going to ensue before Takeover in your house on Sunday. It's going to be interesting to see. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen. 
Moving on to NXT UK for 6-3. I told you guys, one of the matches I was excited to see was Dragunov versus Noah Dar. That's the match that started the night for NXT UK. Guys, this thing was an incredible match. Dragunov, of course, did look like he injured his left knee in the fight. That kind of played a factor into the match. I told you guys, Dar loves to push people's buttons. That's what Dar does. Anytime he's anywhere with anybody, he will find something that he knows that you have that will drive you insane, and he will poke it and twist it and turn it, trying to get you fired up. Well, guess what? He fired up, eventually fired up Dragunov to the point that the beast came out. If you've not seen Dragunov, I'm going to tell you the match to go look up. Go on social media, look look up any of his matches, but one in particular you need to go look at is Walter versus Dragunov for the title. That's where you'll see the beast truly come out. He, when that comes out, it gets nasty. It can get ugly pretty quick. And Dar brought it out pretty quickly. And it was not a pretty fight after that. Back and forth. Like I said, we think he injured his left knee. Dar used that to his advantage. It was a really interesting fight. And like I told you guys, Dragunov won that match. Dar didn't see it coming. He did not see it coming. He pushed him to far. You can only push so people so far before they finally have it. Before they've had enough with you and they're ready to take you out. Dragunov tells Dar. Literally works over there kind of kicks at him and goes, get out of my ring. Out, shoot, get out of my ring. Interesting. Where will we see Dragunov next? Where is he going to pop up? Are we still going to see a few between him and Dar? Could you know, Shay Samuels get involved in it? We don't know. It's an interesting little thing but I told you guys Dragunov probably had this match and Dar pushed that beast till it came out and we saw it firsthand what Dragunov could do when you make him really angry. The man showcased it. Injury or not, he showcased it. Of course, I told you guys Ava's been trying to come back. Ava Valkyrie is pretty dang cool. She's a really cool person in NXT UK. If you guys have not seen her, go check her out. This girl is on fire. She is fantastic. She's been out with a serious knee injury, and we've been kind of waiting to see whether or when or if she was coming back. We didn't know. Well, she's been cutting promos for the last couple of weeks saying she's coming back. Guys, I'm waiting for her to return because I'm going to tell you right now, if you've not seen Ava Valkyrie, go look at this girl. This girl is, she's lethal. She is a lethal fighting machine. You will see what this girl is capable of. She is one of my favorites in the NXT UK women's division. She is someone I really like and I'm looking forward to seeing her return. And it was a killer return promo. Killer return promo. Looking forward to seeing her return soon. Waiting to see her return and who she's going to return on. That's what I'm looking forward to the most is to see who we're going to see her come in on. Interested to see that. Jordan Evelyn returns to NXT UK. Yay! We got Jordan Evelyn back. So happy to see the Irish Ace. He's back. He runs into the general manager and basically tells him, Hey, guy, I'm back. I, I, I'm happy to be back. And they're like, Oh, Google. He's like, Oh, we're so happy to see you. We're glad you're back. And Jordan Devlin goes, Whoa, before I come back, there's some demands I have here. There's just a few demands that I want you to get from me. He goes, Once I want my own dressing room. Fair enough. Jordan Devlin deserves his own dressing room. It's only fair. He is the Irish ace. You know, he was the cru- you know, the cruiserweight champion for a very, very long time. You know, he is, you know, he deserves that. You can give him that. Then he tells him, I want, I want a spot on the Supernova Sessions next week. Can you get me that? Can you give me that? And he's like, yeah, yeah, general manager, because I can see what I can do. I can talk, you know, see what I can do. And he's like, oh, well, I got to go. And he's like, no, but we really need you. And I got to go. Jordan Devlin walks off. Guys, this is a classic Jordan Devlin move. If you guys have not seen the Irish Ace, go look him up online. Jordan Devlin is incredible in everything he does, whether it's ring performance, champion, or promos. He is the master in all of it. I love Jordan Devlin. I'm excited to see Devlin return to UK. I'm looking forward to seeing where he's going to go. Could he go after the Heritage Cup winner, Tyler Bate? Don't know. The sky's the limit with the Irish Ace. We don't exactly know what he's going to do. He's very tricky. So we're going to have to wait and see what he's going to do. And if we see him on the Supernova Sessions next week, we're going to have to wait and see. Because I know Dar. Dar's going to poke him. Dar is going to poke him badly, and I'm pretty sure he's going to use him losing the cruiserweight title to Escobar as a button to push. Pretty sure. Thinking he's going to. 
we saw last week pretty deadly, pretty much giving, you know, Jack, Jack Star a problem. Basically, Jack Star would love to have a shot at the tag titles. And pretty deadly doesn't think that he's qualified or well enough to do this. So they tell him, get you a partner. And when you get you a partner, you can face us next week for the tag titles. Well, here we are. Fast forward to this week. Pretty Deadly comes out to defend their titles against Jack Star. We're not quite sure where Jack Star is going to go or who his tag champion, tag, tag, tag partner is going to be. He comes out. There's speculation. There's rumors everywhere as to who he's going to pick, who he's going to get. To our shocking surprise, and I was very surprised and happy to see, he picked none other than Nathan Frazier. Guys, Nathan Frazier is incredible. If you have not seen this performer, go look him up online. I promise you, Nathan Frazier will not disappoint you. He is incredible. And I thought, ooh, this is going to be good. I want to see these two work together as a tag team. I want to see what these two can give. Because I love Pretty Deadly. Pretty Deadly are amazing. These boys are incredible. And I want to see what they could do, you know, with this. They did an incredible job. Back and forth. They really gave Pretty Deadly a run for their money. Nathan Frazier delivered. He did not disappoint. They weren't great, well, as great as a tag team. They were fantastic. I loved it. It was an incredible match, guys. Absolutely incredible match. Of course, it ended with Pretty Deadly winning the match. Who didn't see that coming? Does that mean we see the end of Nathan Frazier and Jack Starr going after the titles? No, it does not. If this does not spell the end, we could see more with Nathan Frazier and Jack Starr. They could really do a lot in the tag division, and I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how this is going to work. Tyler Bate. I told you guys how I felt about Tyler Bate. Tyler Bates, one of my favorites. Him and Trent Seven are two of my favorite people in NXT right now. They have been incredible together as a tag team, and they've been incredible together as separate. Teacher, student, they're incredible. Tyler Bates, a couple of weeks ago, won the Heritage Cup. He won it in a grueling match, but he won it, which was an incredible win. It was an incredible win for him, and it was an incredible win for Tyler, you know, for Trent Seven. Incredible win for both of them. Tyler Bate did an incredible job. A-Kid really brought his game. I, I got to give props to A-Kid where props are due. The student really did well for the teacher. He cuts a killer promo with the Heritage Cup. Anything Tyler Bate does, guys, is incredible. Tyler Bate is an incredible in-ring performer. Promos are incredible. This one is a killer promo. If you guys, talking about the Heritage Cup, if you guys have not seen this promo... I suggest you get on there and see it. It's incredible. Type in Tyler Bate. Look up its promos. It's an incredible promo. Tyler Bate has a lot to offer in the Heritage Cup. He has a lot to offer as the champion. I'm interested to see where this is going to go. Could we see Tyler Bate versus Trent Seven for that Heritage Cup? We could. Could we see Jordan Devlin versus Tyler Bate for that Heritage Cup? We could. The sky's the limit. Heck, we could see Amir Jordan return and come for the cup. We don't know. The sky's the limit as to where this is going to go. But right now, Tyler Bate looking incredible. Tyler Bate showcasing what the Heritage Cup truly is all about. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what he's going to do with the championship. I really am. I truly am looking forward to it. Joseph Connors with Jenny versus Flash Morgan Webster. Guys, I am a huge Jordan Neville or huge Joseph Connors fan. Huge. Love Joseph Connors. Love what he does. Granted, I love Joseph Connors before Jenny. I'm not saying that Jenny and Joseph Connors aren't great together. The problem I have with Jenny is Jenny likes to steal Joseph Connors' thunder. Connors is a heck of an in-ring performer. He's Traveled all over the world. He's won championships. He's done a lot in his wrestling career. Jenny seems to be the thorn in Joseph Connor's side that Joseph doesn't see. Over to the other side with Flash Morgan Webster. He is fantastic. And now he's in the team, the group Subculture, which makes him even better, guys. If you've not seen Flash Morgan Webster. You need to go look him up. He's a former tag team, you know, NXT UK tag team champion. He's incredible. He's fought in the Heritage Cup. He's done a lot with the company, and it's incredible to see. 
This match was a great match. Subculture versus Joseph Connors. It was a really good match. Granted, it turned into a squash match, which really made me mad because it really didn't let Flash show what Flash can do. Joseph Connors did win that match. Rest of Subculture come out when Joseph got ready to attack Flash to defend Flash. Interesting to see where this is going to go with Joseph Connors and Jenny versus Subculture. I don't know where they're going to go. I'm looking forward to seeing where the storyline is going to take us because Joseph has a big problem with subculture and I don't know what it is. I can't figure it out. Maybe it's because they have a different style, you know, look. I don't know. But Joseph Connors really, in my personal opinion, needs to get away from Jenny because Jenny is a problem that he needs to get rid of immediately so that he can shine better than what he's shining now. He needs to, you know, he would do a lot better without Jenny, and I really believe that. I'm not saying Jenny isn't good, but Jenny just, she steals his thunder, and I don't like that she does that. I don't like when someone steals someone else's thunder. I don't like it at all, and that's what Jenny does. Jenny is a problem. She is a problem that eventually I'm hoping Joseph rectifies and gets out of the way so that we don't have to deal with this anymore. Promo. Another promo, guys. I've told you guys I was looking forward to seeing what was going to happen with Walter next. Now, Walter is the longest reigning NXT UK champion. He has held it for well over a year. He's held it for 462 days, guys. This is a long time for someone to hold a title. I mean, Adam Cole held it for 466. So, you know, we never quite know where it's going to go. But I've been waiting to see what they were going to do with Walter next. Was Walter going to go back and join Bartell and Eichner over in NXT? Where was he going to go? Walter has announced he's returning to NXT UK next week. I'm looking forward to this. Because if you've not seen Walter, you need to go check this man out. He is truly a dominating powerhouse. He is incredible. He is just amazing to watch. He's very hard to beat in the ring. There are very few people that have been able to take on Walter one-on-one and almost have him. Dragonoff is one of them that came close. Pete Dunne is another that has come close. Tommaso Ciampa is the third that has come close. He is really good at what he does. So to see Walter return to NXT UK, I'm interested to see who might be his next challenger. Who might he be confronting? Who might what what does he have to say? I'm interested to see what our UK champion has to say. It's gonna be interesting. I'm excited to see Walter return. Yay! The prodigal king returns home. I'm excited to see this. We're gonna see what happens. We move on to the main event. I told you guys I was excited about this main event to begin with. Because this is a actual interesting feud between these two guys. These two guys, when they have a feud, they bring it and they bring it bad. And I'm talking about Joe Coffey versus Rampage Brown. I told you guys I was ecstatic about this match last week. I was looking forward to seeing what Rampage Brown could do against Joe Coffey. Because the last time they faced each other, it was a nasty match. It was a grueling, nasty match. Of course, Rampage Brown did come up on top, but it still was a nasty, nasty, nasty match. Back and forth, back and forth. This match was incredible. Joe Coffey was really using to his advantage the injured ribs on Rampage Brown. He was really using it. Kyle, on the same token, Brown was trying to use the injured hand on Joe Coffey. It, it didn't work, but he was really trying. The match was an incredible match, guys. It was the match of the night. I have to call it as I see it. And it was the match of the night. It was an incredible back-and-forth battle between these two behemoths that were bound to determine to prove who was the better man. Back-and-forth, not quite sure who was going to win. Coffey wins that match. But he wins it barely. It was not an easy match for him. Rampage Brown gave him a run for his money. When the match is over, Joe Coffey walks over to Rampage and helps him up. Helps him up. They shake hands and show a sign of respect with each other. And they're kind of having a little confrontation, you know, a little sweet, you know, respect-friendly confrontation in the middle of the ring. When who comes out? Dragonoff. He comes out and calls on both of them. Basically, we're not quite sure which one Dragonoff wants first. Does he want Joe Coffey or does he want Rampage Brown? This is going to be an interesting setup because I'm not quite sure which way NXT UK is going with this. 
It's going to be an interesting fight. Could it be both of them? Could it be one of them? We don't know. The sky is the limit as to where the creative team is going with this. But it's interesting to see Dragunov get some good competition. And Rampage, Brown, and Joe Coffee are two of the best. So it's going to be interesting to see. I'm excited to see where this is going to go. Of course, like I said, they still both stare him down. Not quite sure what to think of him. It, it, NXT UK ends with the stare down between Dragunov and Coffee and Brown. Interested to see where this is going to go, guys. I'm excited to see what's going to happen on NXT UK next week, especially with Walter returning. There's no telling what's going to happen. We could see chaos explode on NXT UK just like it did in NXT. We don't know. It's going to be interesting. Again, guys, I want to say this, and I can't emphasize this enough. I want to thank you guys so much for listening because you guys are the reason that, this is, that I'm here. You guys listening to me every week supporting me giving me you know you you giving me the feedback talking communicating like i told you guys you guys are the reason this this podcast exists without you guys there would be not there wouldn't be an in the ring with brandy so i greatly greatly appreciate you guys doing this i really do continue to listen tell your friends about me get them to listen start getting the word out let's spread the word so that we can get you know more you know more listeners so that we can get the word out that in the ring with brandy is a cool podcast guys i appreciate it so much again guys follow me on social media on my hold on guys excuse me sorry guys my dogs decided to uh my kids decided to voice their opinion on my wrestling podcast i love when they do that it's incredible anyways Follow me on social media. Give me your shout-outs on social media. Tell me, guys, what you think. If you don't want to talk about NXT, let's talk about anything wrestling. I'm willing to listen to anything. This is all about you guys and what you guys think. I would love to hear your comments. On my Facebook, guys. On my Twitter, at Wrestling Nights. Nights ending with a Z. And on my Instagram, at In the Ring with Brandy. Tell me your ideas. Give me your opinions. Voice your thoughts. Voice your concerns. Tell me anything. We can talk about anything wrestling. It does not matter. I would love to hear your opinions. I would love to hear your thoughts on anything involving wrestling. It would be great. It would be great, guys. It would be really great to talk and communicate. So I get an idea of how you guys feel about something going on in wrestling. Like I said, we can talk about anything involving wrestling. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what promotion. I, I would love to hear it. Again, guys, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. Because like I said, without you guys, there would be no In the Ring with Brandy. I deeply appreciate it. Guys, thank you so much. We'll see you next time on more wrestling action. Have a good night, guys. Thank you so much.